We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. What's good, people? You know, another day, another dollar. Looking ass. But you feel me, your favorite podcast of the new year. Or y'all New Year, back at you again. You feel me? Doing our thing. Got a good little 2020 review for you guys. But before that, you know how you been, man? I've been good, man. How you been? You know, I've been trying to control my nine tails. What about you? You feel me? Just been working. You know, do my little workouts every day uh, and skating. But other than that, I've been pretty good, you know, trying to, well, not trying to, staying positive, you know, always being in a good environment. So, yeah. Uh, it's bow time. You already know what we do. You feel me? You feel me? It's bow time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Your> boy. <laughs> as, you know, getting straight into it, 2020 has been a crazy year. Feel me? So we're just gonna go over some of the events that happened, not only with us, but in the in the world, Craig. Yeah. So the first one, the yeah, first we, one I remember is World War Three. We were supposed to have a crazy all-out yeah. draft war with North Korea, all that. Do you remember that? It wasn't with North Korea, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I forgot the country. It was some Middle East country. Oh, Where, oh was it with Iran or something? Or like yeah, yeah. Israel or something? North Korea. Huh? No, we don't got no beef with them no more. I thought it was with North Korea. Oh, Trump Trump settled that in like 2017. Oh, oh, that was at the beginning of his presidency. Yeah. Well, yeah, when Trump killed that dude from the Middle East. Yeah, he, he was supposed he, to be uh, have a world war. Yeah, that was, oh, and he, see, we were making the, this list before the pod and we were just trying to think of, so much stuff has happened in 2020. Like we had to like really think hard about whether something happened in 2020 or a different year. But uh, yeah, World War III, that was crazy because that happened like three days into the year. So that's how you knew like the year was about to be on some BS. You know, and typical, you know, uh shine bot fashion they made a bunch of memes man like, we really went to war and they was just worried about making memes bro that's literally what it's become is like every single problem is just memes now like that's literally how like i don't want to say we get out our information but that's how we express our information is making jokes out of it Honestly, I wouldn't have known about World War III if it wasn't for the meme. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, since we're talking about World War III, we could just talk about how crazy the idea of a World War III would be. Because, personally, I don't think it could happen. And I don't yeah. think 
I don't think anybody that knows the true power of America, not only America's military, but just how far we've come with weapons. That I don't, it is, I don't think it's a possibility that World War III could ever happen, because by the time it does happen, the whole world would be destroyed. Exactly. I don't, I don't think there would be a World War III, just because like, the the technology of nukes. Exactly. You know, our country included. A bunch of these countries would rather kill off the whole world than lose a war. Exactly. So, like, they literally just be like, all right, we moving, <laughs> fuck it. We throwing our nuke. And then if we get a nuke thrown at us, we're going to be like, okay, and throw another nuke. World gone. That fast. It, that easy. That, it, it is so, like, we've got to a point where it's like nobody's fighting with swords anymore. Nobody's fighting with, you feel me? All right. Even if you want to bring like a musket, nobody's fighting with a musket. Like we're fighting with things that kill, like, like the places in Japan. You still can't go to some of those places because of the radioactivity. Like yeah. that. Oh, that's that's our water balloons in this fight. Yeah, and you know, not even just like American, the American military, China. They um yeah, and Russia too. Yeah, they built, they increased their fleet by like 9,000 ships over the last decade. And these not just some, you know, regular old ships. <laughs> these are some huge warships. So they ready. Yeah, that, and um, gosh, there was this point that I think Joe Rogan brought up or somebody brought up about like how war has changed over the years. And it's like, it's crazy that that we went from like maybe tribes fighting with like spears and things like that to freaking countries fighting with nuclear weapons, hydrogen bombs that would destroy a whole country, a whole region. That, like, like you said, like literally in Japan, there's even like people still being born to this day are having, uh, are mm-hmm. born with like fucked up shit because uh i forgot the word i cannot remember the word this like this birth defects abnormalities i think whatever y'all know what i'm talking about but <laughs> <laughs> they're still being born to this day because they was their their family raised or lives around the radiation have you read that book it's uh we had to read it in elementary school I don't know if I every element try to read this, but it was basically it was basically a book about I'm not laughing about the book, but it was basically this book where she like she had leukemia, I think because of the radiation, and she like had she made like a certain number of paper cranes or something like that. It was a crazy book. And then like in our class, we had to make the paper cranes, but like that was a result. And that's when I like I knew like, wow people dropping nuclear weapons on somebody still ha- still can affect them today. Like people are still getting leukemia. People are still dying. Like you can't, I think that there's a, there's a type of people called dark tourists or like they do dark tourism or black tourism or something. And like, they go to like these places and Japan is one of them where they like, they go to these like super destroyed places that have been destroyed by war or like, like the suicide uh, forest that you said, I feel like that would be one of the places. Like, it's crazy that that's what's been created. Yeah. It's just like, 
if you just think and the crazy thing about war is it's like literally every war that the united states has ever been in was a hundred percent avoidable and we for the most part antagonized it and like went and started it so if you just think about all the lot except for world war uh two with uh hitler i mean all of the ones where it was exclusively the United States, not the world wars, because the United States just like jumped in those, like they didn't start them. But if you just think about all the American lot, not even American lives, because what the fuck is a country? If you just think about all the human lives that were lost in wars over, over beef, like, like, oh, like, like, if you really think about it, like, it's really sad. Like, we over here killing each other. We all human beings at the end of the day on this earth, going through space, some crazy shit. Yeah, we we really killing each other over land and, and disagreements and shit. Like, Bro. And then have you ever, like, I remember in class where, like, like, senior year we learned about, like, the numbers of deaths that was, like, in World War II. And it's crazy that the numbers are like in the millions, because like a lot of people don't comprehend that those are act like those are people's lives. Like if a million people die, that's so many people. Like a million people aren't supposed to die in the span of nine years. Over that. Yeah, it's a and it's a million healthy people. Like yeah, it's not a million old people. It's not a million, you know, sick people. It's a million healthy strong fit people that are just dying because they're just pawns in this game where all the leaders they're sitting back comfortable at home safe just telling you to go kill some somebody else that just had to leave their family facts fact like when are the people gonna rise up and realize that we're fighting each other and me and you probably we agree more than we agree with our leaders we probably agree more both of us, then, you know, both our leaders do. We, then we agree with our leaders. Yeah, we trying to kill each other because they beat him with each other. Exactly. Like, we're literally, what this is, and this is, because I used to always want to uh, join the military, not even because, you know, I'm, you know, just so American, I just want to fight for my country, but just because I knew, like, it was easy and was good money and got you in shape. And, you know, like, it teaches you discipline. But, really i was like i can't join the military because they is literally just the elites pawns like they literally just the government pawns they don't the government do not care that millions of americans millions of whatever other country we're fighting at the time all those people are dying all those families are going to affect it over some stuff that is avoidable a hundred percent avoidable Bro, you know, it's crazy. I seen a post or no, it was in a music video, like one of those, those like MAGA music videos. <laughs> and the dude said something that was, that was crazy to me. He was like, he was like, was it Bryson? Nah, it was some other dude, but he was like, um, why are we so now? I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not going to give my stance on immigration because it's not that deep, but he was like, why are we so focused on trying to get you know, illegal immigrants work or jobs, but there's veterans that are on the street homeless. And I'm like, 
if I was a veteran and I went to fight for this country and I'm not being brought up at all, because there's a lot of veterans that are homeless. Like there's like, I think there's like a club of like veterans that are homeless, but the main problem is, is immigrants coming into, they need, they need a job, but we can't get a job. And it's just, it's like, you literally and I'm not saying that on the line for this country. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to like compare like the lives of different people. But what I'm saying is like, that's how much the government cares about the people that are in the military or the people that go fight for this country. Exactly. And it's like, you know, since you brought it up, because I really don't want to talk about this for too long. I just want to touch on it real quick. But my stance on, and I want to hear your stance on immigration too, but how I see immigration is like, I look at it two different ways. Now, if we're looking at it logically, there's really no such thing as immigration because we are all children of this earth. And we're all, I don't give a fuck if niggas get mad. We're all children of this earth. And like, you should be, there shouldn't be no such thing as borders anyways. You feel me? Like, there's no such thing as America. There's no such thing as North America, South America. There's no such thing as countries. All of that is made up. It's all a human construct. So none of that exists. So when you're talking about immigration, universally, yeah, it should be fine because there's nobody should have these imaginary lines where they're saying, all right, this is one country, this is another. But when you talk in context of this stupid, very stupid society that we've created, then we got to face facts. We can't just have people, you know, coming into the country un unregulated. Now, I'm all one for having immigrants come, you know, because honestly, I don't care. It's not really affecting me. I really don't care that much. And like, for the most part, they're just trying to get a better life. So I'm all for trying to have somebody get a better life. But my thing is like, the way some of you people, some people describe like, some people are so adamant about like, having completely 100% open borders. And it's like, that's not going to work because people are trying to come here, obviously, because it's very good and nice to live here, right? But if you have everybody trying to come here, you have a country with billions of people. And it's not like America just super big. It's not like India, where we just got room for billions. Well, actually, we do. But the way that our society is set up, we don't have room like that for billions of people. So basically, yeah, I think immigration should be legal, but it, it should be legal. You should legally immigrate. I don't just agree with the sentiment that, and, and I believe that if you got here and you ain't get caught, you should be able to stay here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like you I'm said, I'm with that ice, like tearing up, you know, just people not doing yeah. nothing wrong and like just living their lives and they're already here. I don't fuck with that. Like sending them back. I, I don't fuck with that, but you can't be mad at the government for trying to secure their borders at the same time. Yeah. My, my thing is, is like, you know, I, like, I don't believe in like having these, these imaginary boundaries neither, but also, what people got to realize is that, like, a lot of these big corporations or these these higher up people are taking advantage of immigrants in the work that they're doing or the work that they can do. 
they're paying them less than less than minimum wage just because they don't have the power to say anything. So it's like, I, I don't feel like it should be, I feel like sometimes like immigration control gets kind of like misconstrued and it's like, people, people think that just because they don't want immigration or they want immigration control that they're being racist. It's like, no, a lot of them, like I said, a lot, a lot of them are being taken advantage of. Like in California, that's a huge issue. Yeah. Like, like my like like modern day slavery exactly there's people i don't know if you've been to like the home depot on craig but you can go up there and they'll ask like do you do you want us to work for you or do you need do you need us to build something or something like that and it's like they wouldn't have to do that if they can go get them a job where they can get paid the right amount so that's why i feel like if you are going to immigrate you got to do it legally that not not only not because that not because the government, be right. yeah, yeah, but not because the government should approve that you should be here, but just so that you can live in this country and not be as and not be and take at, advantage of, yeah, exactly, not be taken advantage of, exactly. Because I remember growing up, whenever I would move, because I moved a lot, we would get a U-Haul, go right around the corner. There's just a bunch of immigrants right there. And it's like, all right, y'all come help us move. And they're literally standing out there in the hot sun for hours, just trying to, just trying to move up some furniture just to get a little bit of money, maybe $20, $40, exactly. $60 or something. And what I liked is like, even though we would, you know, like use them to help us move and stuff, we would always treat them like people. Like we get them a meal, get them some water, shit like that but some people like they really don't care they'll just have them get get the job done and then they'll give them the money and drop them right back off or not even drop them off just give them their money and tell them like figure out how to get back to where you was yeah bro and like that's why i said like it's a very it's a very crazy topic to talk about because it's so like emotional and it's so personal. Like me and you, we both know people that whose parents are illegal immigrants or yeah. they're illegal immigrants themselves. And it's like, those are great people. So like for me, especially, I don't want to see their parents getting taken advantage of and I don't want to see them get taken advantage of. Yeah. And like, like I said, I think that if you were smart enough to get your ass over here and not get caught, you should be able to stay. Yeah. You know, that's not to say that especially, you shouldn't you know, try and push yeah. to get your American citizenship, you know, just so you can take advantage, really take advantage of the opportunity that the American, you know, dream has. But, you know, I don't fuck with how ICE is just trying to break up families and shit. Like, that shit's fucked up. But at the same time, I don't agree with how y'all are just like, oh, the government's racist because they're trying to secure the borders. Yeah, and, and one thing that, like, like that that rap song for some that lyric just hit me because it was just like that's so crazy that like i think it's it like let's just be honest it's mostly people on the left they're trying to prioritize prioritize illegal immigrants over veterans and to me like even though a human is a human just looking at it from like a person that's a citizen of this country like the veterans should be a priority and they should be talked about at least because we all know that there's a there's an epidemic of veterans not being able to find jobs. Facts. And it's like, what people don't understand is like, you know, you can have your opinion on war or whatever, 
But at the end of the day, these people put their life on the line, lost their brothers and sisters in combat, seeing people get their faces blown off, mm-hmm. had to kill people just to protect your freedoms and your right to talk shit about them. Exactly. So for y'all to like not care about them, that's fucked up. Like for real, that's super fucked up. Yeah, bro. Cause like some people, a lot of people get this misconception. And I was like one of those people that was like, not that I like didn't like the military, but it was just like, I don't like you guys are. I, mean, I don't fuck with the military but, itself. But no, the people yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't like it is what it is. But it wasn't until I watched this this podcast that Joe Rogan did with this dude named like Dakota something. And he was talking about like the stuff he went through. And it's like, it's really people out there in the military that really care about this country and care about the people in it that are willing to, to lay their lives on the line for this. And we, tr- we throw them off to the side like they're nothing. And it's crazy. Like we treat them worse than we treat illegal immigrants, which to yeah. me, to me as an American, that's not right. Yeah, or not even just that. You know, let's take it a f- step farther. We treat, we're we're getting to a point where illegal immigrants are talked about more than just American citizens, period. Exactly. Like, and you know, like y'all already know our stance on illegal immigrants. So we're not trying to take away from their situation or what they're doing. But there's citizens, there's homeless people in this country that the government is not talking about at all, but they're having conversations about what to do and what to give illegal immigrants. Now, I understand that, you know, some homeless people, you know, it's because they don't want to work and all that. I understand that. And it's because they're like, I get, I get that. I totally understand that point. But my thing is, there's so much money. Like we pay all these taxes. Why, why is it so hard for us to figure out a way to get everybody at least a situation where they can not comfortably not I'm not going to say leech off of the government or leech off of working people but at least have a roof over their head or at least have clean drinking water or food mm-hmm. why is it so crazy and it's like we're over here talking about immigrants what about you know I'm not even going to say minority c- communities what about you know, the school system, what about uplifting American citizens? You know, like, why are we trying to focus on people from another country before we're worrying about, that's like you worrying about somebody from down the street before you worrying about your own family. Bro, this is the example. Like, that's like you, like a kid coming to your house and being like, yeah, like, I really need some food, yada, yada, yada. But your kid is starving. Any, per- any parent in their right mind is going to get their kid food before they get somebody else food. That's, I mean, you don't blame them for that because that's their kid. And that's, and like you said, it's become like a, a, a common practice to worry about other people's or other countries' problems over our own. And this goes like hand in hand with like war and yeah. getting involved in war because we have so many issues in America that's not being fixed. Not to, and I'm not trying to, you know, cry everybody a river. Like America, for the most part, is probably one of the best places to be on this earth. Yeah. Like, let's not, I'm not going to play the game and like be like, oh yeah, like America sucks. Like, no, we are yeah. very fortunate to be here and be in this time. Right. 
but we still have huge issues that need to be taken care of yeah. over going to the Middle East and fighting them. You feel me? Like, yeah, there's like, there's people like ISIS, for example, they were terrorizing the Middle East for the longest, but you have people, you have gangbangers who are terrorizing their neighborhood this whole, and there's no like, I mean, there's law and order, but there's not enough, obviously, because there's more people dying in Chicago than there is, what was it, in Iraq Iraq. one year? Yeah. Literally, Chicago is nicknamed Chirac because there's more people dying in Chicago than literal Iraq. And that's not even the worst city, though. And that's, yeah, that's a city compared to an entire country. Like, think about that. It's like, and it's like, almost like, We've just accepted the fact that, oh, this is how things are. Like, no, why is it like that? We're not supposed to be killing each other. That's not normal. That's not something that just happens. And you're like, oh, oh, well. Especially like we're killing people, we're killing the same people in our in our tribe, so to speak. You feel me? Like we're not killing people that are trying to invade us. We're not killing people from other countries or whatever. Like we're killing ourselves. We're killing our own people. So it's like, why is why is that? Like, if you think about it, a Native American killing another Native American from the same tribe, that's not normal. So why is it normal that a person in the same neighborhood is killing the other person? Exactly. We just, we've become too accepting just because things happen frequently. Just because it happens frequently, that doesn't make it right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that's beautifully said. And, you know, I think I'm going to just end this war sentiment on, on this note. You know, you can add anything if, if you have anything else. But every war that we've, every war that we've ever been in is entirely and 100% avoidable. And just because, and, you know, we can't change history. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, fuck America, fuck this, fuck that. Because like Andre said, for all of y'all that act like y'all hate America or maybe do really hate America, ah. I promise your ass would not want to live in no other country because it would not afford, you would not have the same rights and freedoms that you do. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't. It wouldn't be as easy as it is to live. But all I'm going to say is just because something's been happening for a long time doesn't mean it it's the right way to do things and doesn't mean it should keep happening. And that, uh, I just want to end this off on the immigration thing. You know, if you got here, I fucks with you, you can stay, but you cannot be mad at a country for trying to secure its borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I always bring up the school idea. Like when you go to school, you can't just be at school just to be like, you got to be registered with the school. They got to be, they got to be accounted for you because at the end of the day, like if you're, you're not just going to let people into your space without knowing that they're in your space. So you can't, you can't blame America for wanting documentation of everybody that's in this country, because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna say they're responsible for you, but if you commit a crime, they need to know who committed the crime. You feel me? So they 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 need some type of a recognition for you, but or not not even just that, like distri- distribution of goods and money, like yeah, that's true too. You need to know how many people live in a space, so you know how many mo- how much money to give to that <laughs> that area. Like you can't yeah. be mad if let's say let's just let's let's just keep it like a small number for right now. Let's say there's fifty people in a room, 
but they only know 10 people is in there. You can't be mad when you don't have enough stuff. Oh, they when they when they give you 10 meals, 10 people. Exactly. When they give you 10 meals, you can't be mad. Like you ain't let us know that 40 other people were here. Exactly. But yeah, that was that was that was a great example. But um, yeah, my final thoughts on it. I mean, do what you want to do. You feel me? I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> And we're live. What's we're good? Uh, <laughs> what's, yeah. What's good, people? Yeah, after my first commercial break, you feel me? Uh, yeah, but we're gonna be talking about you know some of the deaths that hit us during 2020. The sad, sad passings that we've had. Well, yeah. some of them were sad than others, but. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. I wasn't sad about none of them really, cause yeah, me neither. But I'm not gonna lie, Kobe Bryant, cause this is the ones we don't talk about. Just we'll just talk about Kobe Bryant first. Kobe Bryant, I'm not. I wasn't sad, cause I, I don't really. I didn't really care about Kobe. I didn't really care about basketball, anyways. But I never really liked Kobe Bryant, anyways. But. Kobe Bryant, that that one, I feel like everybody was hit by that. Yeah, that one was crazy. Yeah, that, of, that was the craziest part to me. It wasn't the fact that he died. It was just like, like everybody going to post about it. Like, it literally made the day just feel like, you feel me? Like, I don't know. I don't know if you felt like it too, but it made the day just feel uneasy. Yeah, facts. Because, like, and I still remember the, my day that day because um, – that happened like at the end of January. And I remember it was like really crazy because one, the way he died in a helicopter crash, like that don't even sound real just first. Yeah. And then, so I remember I really didn't, my brother told me I really didn't believe it because it was the first day I was trying shrooms. <laughs> yeah. But wait, actually, I think you FaceTimed me that day. Yeah, I was literally like, I think like 20, 30 minutes into my trip, man, somebody told me that Kobe died. I was like, damn, this shit is this shit. I was like, damn, I'm high as fuck. They said they just thought I'm so high, they they think Kobe died. Nah, <laughs> what else was crazy about it is like all the news that was coming out. They were like at first that all his daughters was on there, all of them died. Then there was like none of them died and all this and that. So like, <laughs> no, nah, that's not, yeah, that's not funny. But like, it was like really crazy because, <laughs> why did you laugh? Because you just said <laughs> It was really crazy because like, we didn't even know who like was actually dead for the longest time. Well, not the longest. It felt like a while, but it was yeah. only like an hour or two. Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> sorry. I feel like the, the 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 fact that his daughter was on there, that's what made me the saddest. Like, and, and like I said, I wasn't really sad, but that's what made me like, dang, that sucks. Yeah. Because like his daughter was nice too at basketball. I don't even care. It's just the fact that she's a kid. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying like, and this is what, you know, people care about. She was nice at basketball. Yeah. Like she was super nice. And like, she was, she was young. 
I don't even think she she was done with middle school. Like I think she was like in eighth grade or something. So mm. like she literally didn't even get a chance really to live life. Cause like you really don't start living life until you're in your high school years, you know. And, start yeah. and yeah, like she she had Kobe Bryant was her dad. So yeah, I'm sure she had way more experiences than the average, you know, kid, but she didn't have to under her parents' wing. Like she yeah. wasn't like really she didn't really even know who she was herself. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of sucked. And not yeah. only that, like people like to forget it wasn't just his daughter. Like there was like four yeah. other young girls from the same team on there. Like, yeah. And, and everybody the pilot. was even talking about them. And not only that, it was a whole family. Like the mom, dad, and the daughter was up on there. Yeah. And they died. Like all the that whole situation was trash. Yeah. Trash. And then the funeral too, or like, I don't know if you call it a funeral or like the memorial. That was crazy to me. Like they filled up, I think it was a staple center, wasn't it? Yeah. They filled up the whole stable center with people that I'm not gonna say, well, yeah, I guess like his friends or people that just want him to remember him. Like that's insane to me that that yeah. many people like enjoys your your time on this earth. And I feel like since it was such a tragic event, it just added to it. Like he didn't die from like a heart attack or like old age or diabetes. Like he died from a helicopter crash, which is probably the gnarliest way. After he retired, mm-hmm. a couple years after he retired, and you know, like so many people were looking forward to like what Kobe's gonna do now that he's retired. You know, like he he had took so many younger NBA players under his wing, kind of like was not even under his wing, but he was mentoring them and stuff yeah. like that. And he was talented too, outside of basketball. Yeah, yeah, he had got a. An Oscar for his short film. He was writing a book. He was just doing so much stuff. And actually, like, what really made me, like, damn. And what kind of made me think that 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 the redacted got him and that the Illuminati low-key killed him is because he was actually in talks and plans about starting a shoe company on, where the shoes are are literally owned by the players. And if mm. you think about and and like just think about this, if Kobe would have had a shoe company, it's not like people are still going to be signing with Nike. Yeah. They're going to go sign with Kobe, especially the NBA players. Mm-hmm. Like Nike, it might take a while for football and whatever soccer, whatever other sports they got. But like the NBA players, like Luca, who was like Luca loved Kobe. He would have for sure signed with Kobe. Trey Young, mm-hmm. all these young NBA stars. They yeah. would have said, fuck Nike, I'm signing with fuck Adidas, fuck Under Armour, fuck all those other shoes companies. I'm signing with Kobe. So that just makes me think it's crazy how literally a month or two before he died, he was in talks about getting this shoe, this shoe uh company up and running. And then he dies in a freak helicopter accident on the way. Like, that's just crazy to me. Cause it's like, and the the only daughter they take out is the one the only one that 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 is in the sports life. To me, <clears throat> this has like been a reoccurring story, and like, you know, I'm not the type to like bite the conspiracy bait, but like, like we could just look at a number of celebrities who like their deaths were just just weirdly at a good time, not a good time, but like at a time where it's like they were about to change something. Like you look at. 
X. Like Tupac, for example. X, Tupac, right at like right after he died, he released a Illuminati album. Who? Juice World. Juice, I don't I don't know what Juice World is about to do. But oh, like Juice World was like on the same frequency X was on. Yeah, but like X, who else was it? Um dang, I thought of somebody, but I forgot him. Um Nipsey Hustle in a sense, because he was oh, about to release yeah. all that stuff about Dr. Sebi. So yeah. it's like we keeps and it's like nobody and it is so easy for like the media to control the narrative. Like you said, they literally changed the story up with the Kobe stuff. Like four, like at first we thought it was a whole family, then we thought it was four daughters, then it was three dollars, now it's one daughter, and it's like it's crazy how they can just can control the story so much that they can just get the facts wrong and nobody's even if it even if it is one daughter like how can you report something so false and then and then not be held accountable for it exactly. like you just like you literally just put the pilot at fault now he has four more deaths on his hands because you want to report it wrong why not like that to me that doesn't make sense exactly and like I remember so many people was trying to talk shit about the pilot, one that just lost his life. Like he don't got a family that's gonna be sad that and missing him. Yeah. But y'all gotta realize it was a foggy day. <laughs> so like it's not like it's his fault. Exactly. It wasn't nobody's fault. You feel me? And like Kobe knew that risk. And I'm not trying to blame Kobe, but I was I did not like how people were trying to blame the pilot like that yeah. that really pissed me off but yeah so many people are just inconsiderate nowadays like yeah so many people real. forget the value of a life maybe because they don't have any value to their life and they just they can't imagine somebody else loving their life so yeah. that's I mean that's like a different different you feel we could talk about that yeah. at another time but like people gotta people gotta be more more sensitive and empathetic towards towards certain issues that's facts like freaking right after kobe died or maybe it was before pop smoke remember he mm -hmm. he died in that weird robbery type situation in his california house literally he was young too like 2021 20, yeah. had just moved from new york got died got shot over some over some what got shot by one of his own over some and the, dumb shit. And the craziest thing is like, and I don't I don't know if this is by plan, but it's like we keep seeing how people blow up after their death. Like you see Juice World blew up after his death. X blew up more after his death. Pop Smoke blew up after his death. The only one I can say probably didn't blow up more is probably Nipsey. Cause like I don't no, feel like he he hella blew up after his I don't death. Think, I don't know. Because I feel like Nipsey was already known, though. Yeah, but it's not like he... That's not... But he he was known. But, like, he... The the amount of sales that... It skyrocketed after his death. Everybody was listening to Nipsey Hustle for months right after he died. For months. That is true. That is true. Like, I'm not... Yeah, he was known, but... They made way more money after he died than yeah, before. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing to me. It's and like, it was I, literally after he, he came out with his debut album. What? His He died right after his debut album oh. came out. But I was going to say, that's crazy to me how, they're how they make more money once they die. And it's like, yeah. who's getting this money? Yeah, like, you know, I don't really got too much to say about Pop Smoke. But, but he blew... 
he blew up. Like Pop Smoke was getting a little bit of buzz because of because he did what he did with Travis Scott. But like now he's all all he's like a TikTok freaking Grammy nominee. Everybody like, talked about him. Exactly. He was on Kid Cudi album. They yeah. was talking about I remember he was the first artist they were talking about having hologram shows for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, yeah. like that's just like you said, the reoccurring theme. You know, while we're in the rap uh community, another person that died this year, I don't think this was planned. This was like really just some stupid nigga shit, but King Vaughn. Yeah. Died. That's how you know, like stuck in the same lifestyle, fighting over stuff that did not matter, mm-hmm. and lost his life when he got all this money. And that's why words. And that's why I want people to understand, like, obviously the answer to our problems isn't money. Because we see people who have millions of dollars still beefing and still getting shot over some stupid stuff. So it's probably a psychological issue. But just before we go down that that rabbit hole, let's talk about Chadwick Bozeman. You feel me? Black Panther, the the Wakanda forever. Him, yeah. he also passed. And, and right after Black Panther and all that started popping off, right after Avengers, you feel me, the, the last Avengers movie. And it's crazy how in that movie, they was hinting towards his sister, Zuri, becoming a new Black Panther. And then he dies. And, and, and uh, right after, it's like, it's just crazy, like how you said, it's like this reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. After they blow up, they end up dying and they make more money off of them because they blew up. Exactly. Yeah, I was, I mean, I, I wasn't I, sad though, really. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a superhero type of guy, anyways. Like, I don't I yeah, don't none of I'm, these people I was really sad. I was more sad when my homie died. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and people really don't people people will share that uh celebrity before they share somebody before they share their not their homie, but somebody in their community. Which is crazy. Yeah, like, I remember uh, this dude I used to hang out with all the time, you know, uh, Akil. He died in a car accident on my sister's birthday, April 8th in 2020. So, like, yeah, I care way more about him dying than I do about all the celebrities combined. Because I yeah. went to middle school with bro. Like, I, I was literally hanging out with him, if not every day, at least – four, five, six days a week, my the entire first semester of my senior year up until the basketball season started. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like me and you, we've both seen, I'm not gonna say so much death, but we've seen death very close to us. So like a celebrity death isn't gonna affect us. Like it affects the average person that hasn't seen, that hasn't seen what hasn't, doesn't know what it's like to lose somebody close to him. Exactly. And Another one of my homies from uh, middle school died this year, too, CJ. I forgot. I mean, not this year, last year, too. I forgot he died last year. Like, I'm going to care more about them two dying than any celebrity. And it's the crazy part is, like, nowadays, people care way more about celebrities that do not know them that exist dying than they do about, like you said, somebody in their whole own community, somebody they went to school with. It's exactly. Like, it's, it's crazy. Because it, people get too attached to, to celebrities nowadays. Well, I mean, that's always been the case. But, 
you for get real to, nowadays though. Yeah, yeah, like you get too attached to a celebrity, you think you know them, but you don't know nothing about them, and then they get killed, and your mom's over here suffering exactly from cancer, and you're over here sharing some stuff about a rapper that you like. But um another one, John Witherspoon from Friday. And oh, from yeah. the Wayne's that Friday, him and Debo. Oh yeah, Debo too. Yeah. Um, MF Doom. It yeah. was it was a it was a few celebrity deaths this year. Yeah. But that's all I got to say for it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't really <laughs> go too deep into it because I just don't really care that much. Yeah, but like it's sad there, that a life was lost, but yeah, I'm not about to just sit here and cry about it. Yeah, especially for people like, you know, John Witherspoon and even Debo, too, in a sense. Like, they they died of, like, not tragic events. You feel yeah. me? So, it's like, th- like they went out in in the best way possible. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not going to – there's nothing really to say about it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like you said, there were so many – there's so – there were so many deaths that were way worse, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but when the cops got in that, that uh, shooting fight with somebody on the highway and that UPS driver got caught in the crossfire, he died. Mm. Yeah. And the crazy thing is UPS came out with a statement thanking the police <laughs> saying, we thank y'all for protecting us and all this after they just killed their employee. That, that just shows how much they care about y'all, these big corporations. And, like, it's, it's crazy. Or not even, like, that was a sad death. Uh, yeah, but you won't hear nothing about these regular people. Mm-hmm. But you'll hear so much about these rich celebrities. But another uh, sad one that this one probably, except for the people that I personally knew, like, this person probably – affected me the most out of all the people that I didn't know that died in 2020. But when Ahmaud Arbery died, uh, when he got shot by them people for whatever was going on, I don't really know too much details about the story, but that was just a fucked up situation altogether. Like mm-hmm. when he died, that was fucked up. Breonna Taylor, like those was two situations where I was like, damn, that's like really fucked up. And I'm not even going to make it about race or none of that because that's the problem so much we're so quick to make stuff about race when it's just fucked up period like it's not fucked up because a white person did it or a black person did it exactly honestly i'm more sad when a black person kills another black person than when a white person does that should be a bigger issue yeah to me but but we like to blow up these when white people kill black people like that's so stupid to me but it's just sad altogether when somebody loses their lives in situations that could have been avoided. Yeah, easily too, easily avoided. Now, yeah. the one that I really, or how did you feel about the Breonna Taylor and uh, Ahmaud Arbery situations? That, I mean, I'll talk on the Ahmaud. How do you say his name? Arbery. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Ahmaud Arbery, Arbery. Yeah, something like that. Sorry for messing up your name, but I mean that one was like it, like like you said, it was just a messed up situation altogether. I like, I'm not gonna say that. I can't sit up here and say like those two dudes that did it are like just pure evil, because I'm not gonna like pull that card because at the end of the day, 
I I understand what what they were what where they were coming from because it was like it so what basically what happened was because I like you I don't know if you know this happened but he had went into a house that was being built and he I guess he ran out of there or something and yeah. he had he had like boot like work boots on or something so the the two dudes were the neighbors so they seen a dude running out of house so they called the cops and then they went to go follow him now should they have done that i wouldn't i personally i wouldn't do nothing like that but as an ex-cop and as someone that you know if you think you're the protector of the neighborhood i understand where you're coming from you feel me you see somebody running out the house black or white i'm sure they would i'm sure they would have thought something so i mean that was just a, a bad situation now the brianna taylor one I, like till this day, I don't even know if they if they found out if the dude really shot the gun at the person. I mean, at the police. But I mean, I, I don't like. Obviously, it's a sad story. I feel like if I were to say like, I feel bad. Like that would just be like beating a dead horse because obviously anybody who hears about that story feels bad. But you know, like with the with the Brianna Taylor thing. Mm-hmm. Whether he was shooting at the police or not, I don't really like fault him for that because yeah, how he was describing it was he just thought he just thought his his door got knocked down and if you got a gun and he was a registered gun owner, so it's not yeah. like he had a gun and was shooting it. See, the, that's yeah, the, shooting the gun too. If if I think somebody's breaking in my house, see, that's the big debate that they're trying to figure. I think it's still in court or it was in court like a couple months ago, they're trying to figure out if the police announced that they're the police. Because if the police announced that they're the police and that they had the the um, the no-knock warrant or whatever, then they won't get in trouble for that. But if they didn't and they didn't have the no-knock warrant, then they should get in. Well, they will, hopefully, if everything goes how it's supposed to go, they will get in trouble for that. So I think that's what they're trying to figure out in court now. But... I mean, like, like true, if they, if they, if they didn't say that they were the police, I would have shot too, for sure. If I, if I had a gun, but if they did, then, I mean, I don't know, maybe I would have shot too, because if you, like, if I'm woke, if I'm waking up to somebody banging, knocking down my door, I'm not going to sit up here and I I don't know if I'm going to hear that it's the police. Like I'm waking up in it. Like when you wake up, you don't, everything's moving around like the Patrick I mean the the uh the Mr. Krabs meme when you be like like everything's all blurry like I probably would have shot too so that was just a terrible situation and I feel like that's what it should be looked at more than anything both of them are just terrible situations rather than trying to make it like a race war or like a race motive yeah yeah exactly now you know probably the biggest death of 2020 was the George Floyd situation. Now, personally, you know, I got my own personal opinions about it. Which we already stated before. I think the nigga's a Freemason, personally. And I think, not even, I know it was literally just created to create a a race war and create divide in the country. I know that was the plan because the way the media jumped on it and made these narratives up, like even with the Ahmaud Arbery situation, they made up the narrative that he was, he was just dogging through the exactly. neighborhood. Like, now, I'm not saying he deserved to die because I still think that's such a fucked up situation. But 
I remember that I was afraid to go out and jog after that, thinking I was going to get killed. And that just shows you how the media will manipulate your mind into being fearful and stuff. Facts. But with the George Floyd situation, or let's let's imagine, you know, that that it's not, it wasn't, he not a Freemason, he just really died. Mm-hmm. That's that that was sad. But the what's really sad is how the media used his death. It caused so much divide in the country. Mm-hmm. And- now the cop so fucked up. Like that was really fucked up. Because you if you kneeing on a dude's neck for that long, that's just like that's just fucked up. Like mm-hmm. I don't even got too much to say about it. The other two that was there with him, I don't really know why they got arrested, maybe fired, but I don't think they should have necessarily got arrested because yeah. it's not like they killed him. Yeah, they didn't do anything, but you're going to get arrested for not doing like that. I think that's kind of fucked up, but you know, that's a, that's a messed up situation. But like I said, I'm more upset of, at how the the media used his death to get everybody riled up and, and to, to have all these uh, riots and protests. Yeah, and to, to go off what you said about, like, the media using it to divide people, it's like, they didn't even release the full tape. And this is why, like, obviously the, the police officer is bad, but this is why the... Like nobody knows why the police didn't take his the, the police officer didn't take his knee off of there. But the reason why he didn't after he said he can't breathe is because when George Floyd was still in the car, he was saying, I can't breathe. So he was saying I can't breathe before the police even had his, the knee on his neck. So it's like maybe that's why the police did that, but it's like not not saying that it makes it right, but why wouldn't the media say this? Why wouldn't the media put this out? They had the footage. Why would you release it four months after the chaos already happened? And then and then not only release it, but release it so low key that you had to look to find, you didn't have to look to find a George Floyd murder, but you had to look to find the video that led to it. And it, I mean, I guess it was one of those situations like the boy who cried wolf, like you say you can't breathe when nobody's doing nothing. And then once they're doing something, you're saying the same thing. But I mean, like you, I still have the same feeling. Like I feel like it could have been real, whether it's real or not, doesn't matter. What's, what matters is how the media use that in order to create chaos. Yeah. And like it's just it just shows you know, you know, like the media is so quick to show you a black man dying on TV. So quick. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they make their money, that's how they get their bread. They show you the Ahmaud Aubrey uh, situation. They show you the George Floyd situation. They show you the Jacob Blake situation where he died mm-hmm. by, by the cops. And actually today they just, the cops aren't getting charged for that because I mean, the nigga was literally charging at a cop with a knife. So I don't know why y'all thought they were going to get charged. Now I've always said that I don't think the police should be trained to shoot to kill they should, unless like the the uh, assailant has a gun or something and they're literally shooting at the police. But mm-hmm. I think they should be shoot to like, I'm mean, trained to like shoot them in the knee or something first. Yeah. Cause I know if I got shot in the knee, I, nah, stop. I don't know hella fast. <laughs> but, I'm here, bro, take them. You know, while we're on this topic of, 
uh, police, mm-hmm. I think the way that the police are trained, period, needs to change because yeah. like there's so many just out of shape, fat, overweight police officers, and it's like, but there's a, there's no standard to be a police officers after you're a police officer. Like, yeah, you gotta get through the academy, but after that, they don't you don't. There's no checkpoint that you have to look. But to be in the military, you have to be in this top shape. And if you're not, they're literally going to kick you out. Yeah. So why isn't why isn't it that standard for police officers? Now, I understand why they can't have it is because there wouldn't be enough police officers. But that's also on the citizens part, because look at how we treat our police officers. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like all cops are good or all cops are bad. I'm not one to do that. But the pure fact is most police officers are good police officers. Yeah. Even if they assholes, they are good police officers. If they see you getting killed, they're going to come help. Exactly. There's It's probably less than 0.00001% that are like actually bad and just looking to do bad shit to citizens. Now, I'm not saying that the, cause the Milgram experiment and like that, everything that was learned through that experiment or maybe, yeah, the Stanford Milgram experiment, that's all real. Like once you give people authority, they abuse that authority. That's totally true. And I'm not saying cops don't abuse their power, but what y'all need to understand is one, I think, I totally think that there needs to be a restructuring of the police. But during the summer when y'all are, were on this tear about defunding the police, <laughs> if you want better trained police, it's literally going to cost more money. Mm-hmm. What do you think defunding them? Like, it, that's just going to make them worse. Yeah. Because really, the on, then for sure, the only people that are going to be police officers is the one that are really looking to do malicious stuff. Yeah, and what this summer did and what the media did, which honestly, like, some of these news sources need to be charged with treason or at the very least. But it's like, it's like, it literally made like a trend of like, all cops are bastards. Like, that's literally like, I've seen that uh, on the campus in people's dorm. Like, there was a Trump 2020 sign or like a Trump something. And they had to take that down, but they could have the ACAB hashtag in it. And it's like, why, like we're literally turning against the people who, who, who are supposed to pr- protect and service. So it's like, why would you not want to build better relations with them? Like if we don't have any police, we, we see what happens. There's yeah, I, I feel much safer with the police here than not. Exactly. Like that's, I feel like people, if people don't understand how important the police is because they've never, they've never had, they've never been in a situation where they needed the police. Like a yeah. lot of these like my dad, he went out to a uh, protest one day or one night when the George Floyd was happening. And he was like, 98% of these people out here never even have had an encounter with the police. And it's like, you're turning people that never even got a speeding ticket against the police. The police ain't never done nothing to them, but you're making them hate them just because of this one incident. So if you're gonna bring up this incident, let's bring up the incidents where police have saved people or police have, uh, better the situation that that could have happened but nobody's going to bring that up exactly because at the end of the day you feel me like i said i'd much rather have i'd much rather have police that abuse their power than no police at all 
because I am 1000% sure that if I was to get killed by somebody, it would be another one of these black people trying to be a game banger before it would be the police. I'm one, I'm a million percent sure because one, I'm not doing no dumb shit to get killed by the police first off. And if, if I even did ever got in a situation with the police, you know, I'm gonna sit my black ass down. Like, you know, <laughs> y'all be trying to act tough and shit with the police. Be a bitch. Be a pussy. At least you will be alive to tell your story. No, in, in all, like, I know we were laughing, but like, in all, like, dead seriously, just swallow your pride for once and be like, you know, you're not gonna win in this situation because let's just say, for example, a cop does and you acting totally right and he do slap you or punch you or whatever, you could take him to court. You could beat him that way. You're not going to beat a police officer in a fight. I'm sorry. Not only do they have guns, they have bulletproof vests. They have tasers. They have pepper spray. All they got to do is spray you in the face once from like six feet away. You're not going to win that fight. And even if you do get away, and let's just say you kill him on accident. Now you are you are going to jail, or you're just going to live exactly. Not even that. Once you kill a cop, they as soon as they see you, they're going to try and kill you. They're exactly. not even going to try and arrest you. Exactly. This isn't no Fast and Furious where you can just kill a gang of cops and leave. Like no, you will be in, you you won't even be in jail. You will die. Yeah, you're gonna lose your life either literally or. For you just gonna be in jail for the rest of your life. Like exactly. it's no use trying to fight a police officer. Cause let's say, let's even say you don't kill him. Let's just say you fight him and you win. You still about to go to jail for assaulting an officer. Like <laughs> even if you was completely in the right and the police was abusing their power, you're still going to jail. So it's like, like he said, just swallow your pride and live to tell your story another day because it's really not worth it at the end of the day. Yeah, and also like also like you could see it's so many videos of people nowadays that get pulled over or get in encounters with cops and they'll just act like complete a-holes to the police and yeah. it's like at the end of the day you're acting like this toward like you're doing the same thing that you're blaming them to, they're, that they're doing you feel me you say that they're stereotyping black people they're stereotyping mexicans but you're stereotyping or you're is that the word is that the right word yeah. you're stereotyping police officers and based off of that, you're going to treat every single police officer the same. And you exactly. can't, or not all police officers are the same. Exactly. And you know, like, what the George Floyd incident did, it had people literally on the opposite side of the country saying, fuck the police and exactly. treating their police. Off. Like, there was police that got shot and killed in LA and stuff just for trying, just not even doing nothing, just sitting in their car trying to do their job. Two police officers, yeah, got shot in their car and one of them died. And it's like, they're literally not doing nothing. And y'all just killing random people that's just trying to do their job. That's what people forget. They look at these police officers like they're a whole different species or something. Like, no, they are still a human being that have a family and a wife and kids and all of that. And you just took their life because you mad at a cop on the opposite side of the country like he had nothing to do with that situation exactly. and you just killed him exactly that's what the day, all they're trying to do is protect you and that's why i was so puzzled about why like the riots in la were so serious because it's like what like 
first of all, you're burning your own stuff down. But second off, like you're mad and you're angry at the cops in your community who haven't done anything just because of something that happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minneapolis, wherever it happened at. And you're throwing bricks at these people's cars endangering their lives when they literally didn't they literally had to go home and tell that story like man and that's what a lot of people don't they don't remember is that like these like you said these people have lives these people have kids daughters wives that depend on them and you're gonna defund you're gonna make it to where they can't have a job and they can't provide for their family exactly like People don't realize the effect of the things that they say and they're doing. And, you know, I'm not even going to say people because that was me, like, last. And that's, like, something I had to learn, you know, last year. It's, like, some not everything needs a reaction, you know. Like, you don't have to respond to everything just because, uh, just because you know, it happened or just because everybody's talking about it you don't have to give your two cents on that situation, especially if you don't know what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, there were literally riots and, or I'm not going to say riots because not all of them were riots, but there were protests and riots in literally every single state, every single state over a dispute that happened in Minneapolis with one to three officers. Yeah. If you want to count the ones that was there with them, but what happened with a couple of officers and one dude. Now we, how many people, let's, let's, I remember that, that kid died in Detroit. He was like 17 or 16 during a riot. Like a couple people died in LA, in the LA riots. So, and a couple people died in the New York riots. So it's like all these extra people are dying because of one situation that the media blew up and that y'all let the media manipulate y'all into going out there and riding. Mm-hmm. And and that's another thing. I'm all for protest because at the end of the day, I'm a black man. I'm going to always have to live in society as a black man. So I don't want people to get on here thinking, you know, I'm a cool whatever. Because I've always been for my people. And Andre, you know, like both of us, we've always been for our people. You know, I put black people before anybody, but I'm not going to put no knuckleheads before anybody. You feel me? I'm not going to put no dumbasses before anybody. So like, yeah, I always, I got my tribe at the top, but that's only the good people of my tribe. We try to uplift all these bad people and then say, fuck the cops. Like, like, think about this. How many times have you said, fuck the police, free my homie, after your homie did some wrong shit and got arrested? Or and I'm not saying you. I'm I'm yeah. talking to. Like, I'm not saying <laughs> you personally, but like to people listening, like y'all say fuck the police when they literally do their job and they arrest people doing wrong things. Like that makes no sense. Yeah, and I was gonna say, like, I think Young Pharaoh put this the best. He was like, "Yeah, I love my people, but I'm not pro-black because I'm not gonna excuse everything that that a black person does." which is, I feel like the perfect example of what we are and the perfect example, I mean, the perfect, or not the perfect, but the reason why a lot of people don't, I'm not gonna say don't like us, but think that we're coons is because we're not gonna sit up here and just let anything fly. 
Exactly. Like, I'm not gonna just because a black person says something doesn't mean that it's right. At the end of the day, I'm a human before I'm a black person. And I and I look and I take that seriously because as a human, if you're doing something wrong, you're doing something wrong, whether you're black, white, Mexican, exactly. yellow, or whatever you are. You feel me? Because like you said, I'm not writing passes for nobody that's doing nothing wrong. If it's a black person, if it's a black person slapping a kid for no reason, or if it's a white person slapping a kid for no reason, they're gonna get the same wrath from me either way. Exactly. Not, but see, with me, I hold my see, I like to hold myself accountable. I'ma hold my people accountable. So I'm a co I'ma come harder for black people than I do for white people or Mexicans or whatever, because at the end of the day, it's tough love. I just want to see y'all be y'all best self. So I'm going to come harder for y'all that are doing stupid shit than I am for any other race because I care more about y'all than, than anybody else. You know, like Andre said, at the end of the day, we're humans. I care about the good human beings. So whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever, I only care, I care about good human beings. But of them good human beings, I'm going to, of course, put my people, my tribe at the top. And I think that that's what I hope all of y'all do. Like, I hope white people, you know, I hope y'all care about all human, good human beings, but I hope y'all put white people at the top, Asians. I hope y'all put Asians above Mexicans. I hope you put y'all tribe at the top. But that doesn't mean we can just excuse the dumb shit that, that some people in our tribe might be doing. We can't just excuse, excuse that shit and just be like, oh, since they're black, it's, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's not how it works. And, like, it's funny that you said that because, like, a couple days, or not days, a couple weeks after the George Floyd incidents, I remember a black man killed that little five-year-old boy, just shot him in the head. And I forgot what city it was in, but, and nobody was talking about it. It didn't get no media coverage except for Fox, and they only talked about it for, like, a day or two. And it's like, Y'all are so quick to blow up this black man dying by the hands of the police and calling it racist and all this other shit. But then when a, a black man kills a little white kid, oh, it's crickets. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Nobody talking about it. Yeah. And that's a little kid, like a child in front of his own house. Or anything. You feel me? Like, I, like black, white, if you fuck with kids, you're, you're worse than, like, I think the black the black man that killed that little kid is a thousand times worse than the cop that killed George Floyd. Facts. Are you like? I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. Like you said, man, killing a kid and and doing stuff to kids. I don't care what color you are. You could be a dog. If a dog bites a kid, I'm killing a dog. So it's like, really? yeah, I'm not. If a pit bull, if you're, if you have a pit bull and it bites your kid, you're not killing that dog. No. I'm a tear. I'm gonna grab his mouth like this and rip it open. Bro, that's a. What do you expect a dog to do? <laughs> like bite my kid. Dogs bite. You feel okay. me? Bro, okay. It might have been the kid fault. Okay. The dog bite, bit him. And humans uh, and humans kill. I'm a kill. I'm a kill that dog. No, I'm not. That's that's fucked up. So if he bites not, your kid, one oh. well, my dog's not going to do that because I'm. No, it's, it's another person's dog. No, that's super fucked up. I feel like because you know how like just think of you know how much you love your dog. 
And let's just say, you know, he was having a bad day or something. <laughs> he accidentally went in and bit a kid. And it's not like the kid got super hurt or nothing. He just bit him. No, I'm talking about if a pit bull bites a baby. I'm not talking about a chihuahua. If a pit bull bites a baby, it's almost killing that baby. Well, that's different. I thought you meant like if it just bit him in the leg. Like, I remember that time we went out with your parents and I got bit by that dog. Like, I'm not talking about that. I would have been like, all right, kill that nigga. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about my two-year-old kid at a park and a pit bull runs up and, and bites him. Does it bite? Like, is he bleeding? When pit bulls bite, they bite. They got that thing in their jaw that makes it locked where they can't let go. All right, well, that's different. But it's, I was thought you just I'm saying. Like a little bite. No. Like, even if it, like, snap at his hand and, like, just bite him, I'm, I'm not what if it bite their finger off? What is killing the dog going to do, though? I don't know, but I'm just saying. What if I'm it bite gonna kill it, like, killing the dog? I might beat – I'd beat up the owner before I did anything to the dog. I would do both of them. Well, I'm not going to kill them. I don't know. I might. I, I'm going to be in so much – if I see my baby's blood, I feel like I'm going to just back, black out. I feel like there is no, like, oh, let me try to control my temper. Like, I'm just – it's just going to go. Well, I'm going to be checking on my kid to see if he are first. I might give it a little kiss, but after that, I'm on. I'm going on a tear. Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna, I'm going to for sure begin on the the owner for sure. But everybody. Yeah. Honestly, if you're there, just, just get out just the walk away. Please. <laughs> just walk away from the situation because you might just get front kicked in the face. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that one video where uh, that dude was just slapping everybody for no reason. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. <laughs> he was he went to a party and he just started slapping everybody. back? Nah. <laughs> I think it started because he slapped some kid and like they was like, what are you doing? He was and then he just started slapping everybody. Bro, that, that shit was hella funny, but yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Now, we we have some more topics that we're going to talk about, but we decided we're going to split this into two separate pods because we would rather go into depth about each topic mm-hmm. than, like, cut, you know, our our time talking about each topic short to fit it into one pod so we're basically going to give you guys our final thoughts on these uh topics that we covered in this pod and then we hope to see y'all later this week if you're still looking forward to hearing about the election covid and how it affected our lives how mdh was birthed uh stuff like that yeah in college and (laughs) other things of the sort but um before we end this off what are what are some of your final thoughts and sentiments you want to (laughs) leave leave people (laughs) with before um we end this podcast um you know just just base i mean i I feel like i we left it all on the table but i mean just to summarize how i feel about what 2020 has showed us as far as those situations is like 
hold the people close to you near and dear or hold the people near and dear that are close to you. However you say it, just feel me, just appreciate their time here because, you know, like, like freak accidents happen, you feel me? And um, don't be manipulated by the media, you feel me? Have your own mind. Like I know me and Tommy both, we kind of just, we stopped watching the news. Not, and not, not only, if you're, even if you're not on like a quest to get like information, like even if you just want to improve your day-to-day life, you know, taking a break from the media or taking a break from social media is such a good thing because we are like, if I were to not go on social media, I probably wouldn't see nothing negative on a daily. Like I don't just go outside and see like people dying. I go on social media, go on the news to see people dying. So you feel me? If you need to take a cleanse, if you don't, then whatever, but you feel me? Grab you a skateboard, grab you whatever you want to do, go outside some, get some sunlight. If you're in Vegas right now, this is like the perfect time to go outside because y'all know what the summer brings. So that's all I got to say. Yeah. And I got a quote to, to, to end it. So you go, go ahead and say your I was just going to say that. That was beautifully said, you know. Um, but like you said, I think the main thing that those topics have showed us is do not let the media manipulate you because in all of those instances, like the World War Three scare, it was only that bad because the media sound like we made it sound like we was really about to go to World War Three. In all actuality, we was not about to go to World War Three, like because there will no be there will not be a World War Three. Everybody will die for that. So, with that situation, with the George Floyd situation, with the Kobe situations, all these with the police, all of it, I'm we all we all agree that those situations are bad and fucked up. But listening to the media and allowing them to create your opinion and your narrative on those situations only make it worse. So if you're just literally getting all your information, and this is the thing, most of you guys only only pay attention to one news source. So you're only listening, you're only getting the point of view of one, one media source. Like, if y'all watch CNN, y'all for damn sure not watching Fox and vice versa. If y'all watch Fox, y'all for damn sure not watching CNN. The thing people need to do is be open to looking at different perspectives and different ways of thinking than the ones that you agree with, because that's how you get all the information possible out there to you. Don't think just because it's Fox that they're racist, because there's a lot of people out there that will literally say Fox News is racist. Mm-hmm. And for y'all that's watching CNN, like, bro, like Travis Scott said, fuck CNN. They don't want to see us win. Like, come on. Stop fucking with CNN, bro. Stop fucking. Like, they is, I'm not saying Fox is good, but they is the worst news station you can watch because it's just straight, you know, they just trying to manipulate you and control your energy and make you scared of living your life. Like, that's literally their main objective is, like, I remember Chris Cuomo, which is like one of the top CNN reporters, he literally said that he was was not objective in his reporting. And that means like when you're objective, that means that you look at things and you don't let your opinions influence how you perceive things. 
when he said he's not objective, that means that he's over here letting his opinions and how he feels about things affect his reporting in life, his, what he thinks about it, instead of letting the facts do that. People forget that news stations, all they're supposed to do is present you with facts and let you create the narrative yourself, let you create your own opinion. Mm -hmm. But these news stations, they're coming out with these very bipartisan, bipartisan, yeah, these very bipartisan uh, headlines, these very opinionated headlines that are trigger words for one side or the other or like something that one side or the other will latch on to. Like that is not, that's not what's supposed to happen. So whether you're right or left, whether you watch Fox or watch CNN, stop letting the media control you because as long as the media controls you, you will never be happy because they're always, they're there to bring your, they're there to push negativity onto you and to bring your vibration lower and to suck the positivity out of your life. So, like you said, Andre, if you want to be happy, just step away from media, including social media, all that. Stop comparing yourself to others. You know, RIP to everybody who lost their lives in 2020. And we hope to see you all on the next pod. Yeah. And my quote is, quote of the week, quote of the day, just thought of it on the spot. Being positive is orgasmic. 